What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So, before we get started today, I just have to have this, like, little mini side rant. Okay, I kind of briefly talked about this show last week called Paranormal Caught on Tape. Holy fucking shit, what are these people doing? Oh my god, first of all, I have to apologize to Garrett, because I'm sure he's so annoyed at trying to watch this show with me. I'm like screaming at the TV, screaming like the 50 different ways that these videos are totally fucking fake. And it's like the experts they have on the show. Why the fuck aren't they like being damn, that's that's fake. I don't know. It kind of makes everyone look bad when the, you know, so-called experts are sounding like they're buying into these like super fake fucking paranormal tapes. So, yeah, that's it. Sorry, babe. Okay, now it's update time. So way back in the beginning of Vanished in the Valley, we did a case on a woman that's missing from Redding, California by the name of Heather Cameron. We actually did quite a few episodes on Redding slash Heather Cameron, just the whole fuckery that's going on up there. So the whole time, one guy's name was consistently thrown out and kind of just like, I don't know. He was like the straight up boogeyman from the way people were describing him. And I'm talking about Donald Stroud. So at the time when I had recorded the episodes, I had like messaged him through Facebook or whatever. And I don't think he ever got the message, but he did recently. So I was able to talk to him. And what we're going to do is I have to like go listen to these episodes again, refresh myself on the whole case. And then I'm going to like talk to him and just kind of like get his side of it all because they were people straight up accusing him of some crazy shit. So we're going to address all that. We're going to get his opinion on what he thinks is going on with it because he lived there. He's from there. So we'll get all that. I'm thinking next week or the week after. Not sure which, but we'll definitely be having an update on that case pretty soon. Okay, guys. So now I need to tell you about a missing woman out of Los Angeles, California. She went missing October 17th. Her name is Heidi Plank. And it kind of caught my attention because she went missing and then her dog was found in some random, I guess, apartment building in L.A. So... This is kind of what happened. She has this little football game she has to go to for her son. And I've seen like different reports where people were kind of saying she looked nervous and she kept moving seats. So at halftime, she leaves and nobody sees her again. But the police just released a surveillance video where she's walking down the street. She has her dog with her. She doesn't have a purse or anything, and in one hand, she's holding a mask, and the other has the dog leash. So, what is going on with this? I have a quote from one of her friends is, her dog didn't get downtown on her own. So, this video has just kind of given us confirmation that hovering around that area these last three weeks has been the right place to be. Now, we know for a fact that she was down there, and that's the first real evidence we have of that. So the video shows her in the alleyway behind a building called the Hope and Flower Building, and it's kind of like a high-rise apartment building, and her dog was found on the 28th floor, and she's never been found. 
So the surveillance video is proving she was in the area. And if her dog was found in this building, I'm just like, can we not check the security cameras at this high rise? Or I mean, is there hella like dark spots where you can't see? So I'm not sure. It sounds like this woman has definitely met with some foul play because she's not going to just like bounce out on her dog and leave. All of her friends are saying she has never done anything like this and they're all very concerned for her welfare. And I think just the whole situation reeks of some bullshit. So nobody knows if she was going down there to meet anybody or what her plan was. She literally just like got up in the middle of this uh, halftime thing and disappeared. A lot of people think she was meeting somebody in that particular apartment complex. And I guess like this apartment place has been kind of hurting because of the pandemic. So there's a lot of Airbnb rentals going on in it, short-term renters, stuff like that. Not that, the, you know, saying like the long-term renters kind of be fucking Jeffrey Dahmer and some shit, but there's just a lot of traffic in and out that I guess could be kind of suspect. But you would think like the police would be all over that since they found her dog. They now have proof she was on that street. So I'm just hoping, you know, she's just having like some like mental situation and needed to chill for a bit. Hopefully she comes back. But let me just kind of explain to you guys what she looks like. I'll definitely put pictures up on the Instagram. And by the way, <laughs> oh, fucking Instagram. So my regular account is super fucking shadow banned right now. They actually like gave me this warning over a fucking support of Kyle Rittenhouse meme saying that I was like promoting violence and dangerous organizations. No shit. And then like five days later, they dinged my account again for bullying and harassment. It was literally just a post of a screenshot of their stupid ass warning. So they like dinged me again. And now my account reach is like five accounts. So yeah. I'm at now Vanished in the Valley Athena backup and there's no underscores or anything. You literally have to type in every single letter of that or they will not let you find the account. So again, it's Vanished in the Valley Athena backup. So go there. I'm going to put pictures of this woman up so everybody knows what she looks like because I don't know, guys. It just sounds like all bad is going on. And obviously we want her to come home safe to her family get reunited with her pup. Her pup looks hella cute. I'm sure it was terrified running around in that place. And just one more thing to basically cloud the situation a little bit more. She is a financial controller of a company reportedly under investigation for $43 million fraud. So I'm not sure if that has anything to do with this, but the police and media are talking about that in relation to her disappearance. So this is like a little rundown of the disappearance timeline. October 17th is when she went to her son's football game. She was last seen in downtown Los Angeles on the same day. October 17th, her dog was found in the high rise I was just talking about. October 20th, she failed to pick up her son. A missing persons report was filed and a wellness check performed. But check this out. October 29th, the FBI did a raid on her home. So as of right now, it's not clear if the FBI raid was in relation to her company's fraud charges 
or if it has something to do with her disappearance, maybe a little mix of both. They haven't really said much about it. But according to the newspapers, this company she worked for is super fucking shady. And I guess the SEC is just going after them. They charged them in 2019 with hatching a fraudulent scheme that swindled $43 million out of pension funds and left the Native American tribe $60 million in debt. So shady as fuck. Apparently, Heidi knew this company's dirty secrets. She would be able to sink that ship if she wanted to. So that's something I'm sure the FBI is looking at. The LAPD describe Heidi as a 39-year-old white female with blonde hair and blue eyes. She stands 5 feet, 3 inches tall, and weighs about 120 pounds. She was last seen wearing gray jeans and a sweater. She drives a 2017 gray Range Rover. If you have any information about any aspect of this case, please contact the LAPD Missing Persons Unit at area code 213-996-1800. You could also call 1-877-LAPD-247. If you want to remain anonymous, call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-TIPS. There's also a website, lacrimestoppers.org, or you can even go to lapdonline.org. If you have any amount of information, if you think you saw her somewhere, you know, walking around in downtown LA or Downey, because no one knows where this woman is. There's a lot of shady shit going on that she has intimate knowledge about, and now she's just like fucking poof, vanish. Hmm. Yeah, there's definitely some bullshit going on. Okay, so now we are completely going in the other direction. I'm about to tell you about some cryptozoology, Africa style. So the cryptid I'm talking about is Mokeli Ambembe. And what that name translates to is one who stops the flow of rivers. They say it's a water-dwelling entity that supposedly lives in the Congo River Basin and is sometimes described as a living creature, sometimes as a spirit. Those that have heard or that allegedly saw the entity describe it as a large quadrupedal herbivore with smooth skin, a long neck, and a single tooth, sometimes said to be a horn. It kind of reminds me of like a Borontosaurus, just a smaller size. And so with the whole Congo situation, there is an area there the size of Florida that's never been explored or mapped by zoologists, cartologists. It's just like a totally unknown to most of the Western world. I mean, I'm sure there's tribes that are living in there that kind of know what's up. And that's where these stories come from, are the natives living in the Congo. It's basically their version of Bigfoot. So the whole legend around Mokeli Ambembe has been kind of derided by the zoologist establishment, the archaeological establishment. They just, even paleontologists completely dismiss it. They basically say it's part of an effort by creationists to overthrow the theory of evolution and teaching of science by any means possible. Okay, well, just from the shit I've been reading recently, like the Forbidden Archaeology book I described a few episodes ago, these motherfuckers, they just, A, aren't paying attention, they're discounting evidence, they're straight up hiding evidence, and the way they are just so dismissive 
uh, people that think in a different way and possibly are trying to look for answers where none have been found yet. They just totally get blacklisted and that's kind of what it sounds like is happening to anybody that tried to go check out this legend and verify if Moke Lee Umbembe is a real thing. Is it a spirit? I mean, nobody fucking knows. It's literally the Bigfoot of the Congo. Tales about Moke Lee Umbembe started to get out to the Western world in 1909. It was mentioned in an autobiography called Beasts and Men by big game hunter Carl Hagenbeck. He basically claimed that he had heard two independent sources about a living creature in Rhodesia, which was described to them by natives as, quote-unquote, half-elephant, half-dragon. So the tales are way older than this first little mention in Western books. It is kind of a common theme in that whole area of Africa because there are just tons of reports of entities described to be dinosaur-like all over that area. It's caused a minor sensation in the mass media, and it's still talked about today, even though there's never been any quote-unquote hard evidence of this creature being real. So it's like, why has there been any recent expeditions to see what's going on there? I mean, I literally have no idea. Is there like a fucking war going on there? Can we not get some archaeologists over there? Is Kabobo haunting the fucking jungle? Let's go find ourselves some Mokeli Mbembe. And it's not just Africa that these like, quote unquote, dinosaur stories come around. So I think I've told you guys a million times. My brother was in the military for hell days. And apparently there was a kid in his union and he had come from a missionary family. He was born to American parents in Venezuela. And one day, him and my brother are shooting the shit. And he's like, dinosaurs are real. And my brother's like, no shit, I've seen the bones. And the friend is like, no asshole, live dinosaurs. Apparently, while living in Venezuela, this was not super common, but it was seen. This quote unquote dinosaur thing. And it's like the locals just all kind of know it exists. It's like a common knowledge thing, but not documented. So total textbook case of cryptozoology. And it's not so crazy of an idea to think something could be out in these wilds and bushlands that we don't know about. Because every single year, somewhere between 15,000 and 18,000 new species are identified each year, with about half of those being insects. However, it is a little bit misleading. It also includes a correction of taxonomic mistakes, movements from one family to another, and decisions that will end up being overruled in years to come. So even taking that kind of shit into account, it's still in the thousands. So it's like, what is stopping these people from going out and searching? Is it money? Can we get fucking Bill Gates to fund something? Be like, Bill Gates, we're going to go find this shit and we'll totally get you a new virus, man. Let's do this. Bill fucking Gates, dude. This guy's like talking about smallpox outbreaks and just fucking pandemic level 10. It feels like all the fucking Bond villains were suddenly unleashed on the public at once. It's just fucking Fauci villain, Bill Gates villain, Biden, that motherfucker. Speaking of villains, fucking dictator Newsom 
Okay, so this dude got his booster shot hella days ago. It's like a two weeks, over two weeks at this point. And then he totally goes MIA from the public. No one had seen him like in public. He had canceled some climate fucking conference thing. And the excuse was like he went trick or treating with his kids. Some shit like that. So apparently people were saying that he had an adverse reaction to the vaccine I heard everything from just like muscle fatigue and just overall weakness all the way up to Bell's palsy where like half of your face is paralyzed. So he comes out, I think it was yesterday or the day before, to do some fucking speech. And the way it's like filmed and put on YouTube, it tries to make it seem like he's actually there like sitting in front of an audience giving a speech. I didn't even watch the shit. I was like, oh, God damn it, this fucking guy. But a lot of people did. And they noticed it was actually like all a green screen. It wasn't fucking in front of hella people giving a speech, nothing like that. So it started to get people wondering, like, why hasn't this guy been seen in public? He is a total fame whore. If there's a camera, he's got that fucking joker grin looking all sleazy with a slick back tear every time every time this fool sees a camera it's like the same pose so it's just very uncharacteristic for him to just be like MIA away from every media source this long but no it's not like I'm wishing fucking any horrible reaction on that guy not at all that shit has got to be absolutely terrifying because no one wants to listen to you It's painful in like what 90% of these cases, these people are getting super fucked up. You know, that's coming with pain and just discomfort. So no, I would never, ever wish that upon anyone. But speaking of being all sick and fucked up, I have been hearing about this show called Dope Sick. And it's basically a mini series created by Danny Strong. And it's based upon the nonfiction book Dope Sick. Dealers, Doctors, and the Drug Company that Addicted America by Beth Macy. So Beth Macy is a journalist. She's an author. And I keep hearing great shit about this. So I'm definitely going to have to check it out because I've talked about the whole opioid scam hella times here. The whole FDA was in on it. The drug companies, 100%, most of these people knew exactly what they were doing. So yeah, I've, I don't know. Hell, people are recommended it. So I'm probably going to check it out, even though I'm not much of a TV person. I just want to kind of see like their take on it. So I don't know if you guys have seen that shit. Shoot me a line. Tell me what you thought about it. But back to the cryptid spooky shit. Like I saw this and I kind of thought like missing 411 style, but I saw it in the paranormal section on Reddit. So check this out. Quick preface. At the time this happened, I lived in a cabin in the woods with my parents who lived next door in an RV. It was a short 20 meter walk from their door to mine. He goes on to say, this is important. I have no history of schizophrenia or hallucinations and I haven't exhibited any signs since. Okay, so it's nighttime and I have a military grade flashlight with me because I've been getting spooked on my short walk home. I'm pointing the flashlight around and for a split second, it flashes over this creature. I shine the light back at it for another split second before dropping the flashlight, falling back on my ass in terror because the creature like lunged at me before turning around and running into something where it disappeared. It straight looked like it ran into an invisible portal or wall or something. 
Keep in mind, this all happened within a second or two. I booked it back to my mom's, screaming that I had seen a demon. It was about 25 feet away from me, and it was short, like maybe four foot ten. It was quote-unquote wet, and it had this like stringy, greasy black hair. It was blue, but sort of like an oil slick type blue. Whatever material it was covered in was giving off a blue sheen. I didn't see its legs, but they were short. Its head was large. So this person is now terrified of the dark and just wants to get a restful night's sleep. But obviously this demon creature is kind of haunting them. So there's just like stories like this all around. And I'm sure there are a good percentage of people that are just fucking bullshitting because they're bored as fuck or whatever. But they're not all crazy. They're not all just hoaxes. Some of this shit is real and it's going on out there. And you know what else is going on out there? The mainstream media is no shit trying to convince the entire public that the crazy rise in heart attack rates is because of air pollution. No shit. Another one said it was because of marijuana use. I'm just... I know it's propaganda and shit. I know all that. It's still fucking infuriating that they can just like straight up throw this shit out there and people believe it. They're like literally calling for more lockdowns because it'll reduce the heart attack rate. No, motherfuckers, stop forcing everyone to get the clot shot. What's so difficult about that? So enough about clot shots and cryptoids. I have to tell you guys about a two-year-old girl that was kidnapped from San Francisco, California, and has later on actually been spotted a few times in Oakland, California. And check this out. Her mom was found murdered in 2016. And Ariana Fitz, who was two at the time, just disappeared into thin air, apparently. Her mom, Nicole Fitz, who was 32 at the time, was found dead and buried in John and McLaren Park in San Francisco on April 8th, 2016. Now, while her mom was last seen leaving her job at Best Buy in San Francisco on April 1st, after getting a call to meet with her daughter's babysitter, the family like then goes on to report they last saw the toddler in mid-February in Oakland. So according to the police, they think Nicole was actually lured out specifically so someone could kill her to take Ariana. Ariana Fitz would be eight years old today. She was described as having brown eyes and black hair. Now, like I was kind of mentioning earlier, there have been random sightings of this little girl all over Oakland. So she is possibly still alive. And they think these are credible sightings. So I will definitely put a picture up of Ariana Fitz. They have her OG picture from when she's like two and they have an age progression one. But it's a whole fucked up situation. How are you going to lure some mother out and kill her? Go bury her in a park in San Francisco and bounce over to Oakland. And you think you can just live there with this little girl you've taken? Get the fuck out of here. If anyone knows anything about this case... Call the San Francisco Homicide Unit at 415-553-1145. Or if you want to go on anonymous style, call 415-575-4444.
this woman deserves justice and Ariana has a family that wants her and misses her. So hopefully somebody out there knows something and does the right thing and comes forward. So California actually had a little bit of good news today. The California school board voted to not support, enforce, or comply with Governor Newsom's vaccine mandates. He was trying to say all children had to be vaccinated before they could attend public, charter school, all kinds of schools. It was just like a straight up across the board Every single kid needs to get the clot shot. But the school board did the right thing and they're not going to comply with it because it's unconstitutional. It's fucking dangerous and it's killing people and it's being covered up. So hopefully more school districts across the country will say fuck no and not try to enforce this psychotic shit. I keep seeing the comparison of like, well... You got to get the measles shot. You got to wear a seat belt. You need to do all that to go to school. You need to wear a seat belt. You should wear a condom. It's like, okay, maybe you should, but it's not like your livelihood is going to be taken away if you don't. It's not like your child is going to be denied an education if you don't. It's like motherfuckers are like willfully closing their eyes to what's going on and I fucking just see so many people celebrating just total misfortune and misery of others, kind of on both sides, but it's just fucking ridiculous. Everybody needs to take a step back, take a fucking breath, and realize that all these people that are like totally for these mandates and the clot shots, they've seen The stuff CNN is saying, these quote-unquote studies that have been twisted, the statistics that lie, fucking the Fauci cult, that kind of shit. They're seeing this stuff and just believing it as truth. It's just fucking frustrating because I don't think they seem to understand that most of us crazy conspiracy nuts get a lot of our information from actual medical studies, not Anderson Cooper. So I don't know. It's like everybody needs to take a stand and not participate in this shit. Like I'm not going to go anywhere that requires me to have a vaccine pass. I am not going to participate in that shit. They don't get my money. Even if I had a fake card, which I don't, I wouldn't even want to go to somewhere that's going to be that ridiculous. It's like, fuck you. You don't get my money. And that's just the thing. More people need to do it. There's hell of us out there. We're not just like some crazy little minority hiding in basements and shit. There's literally millions of us. So at this point in the game, it's getting fucking tense. Australia is like straight up. They've already done it. They're like making the unvaccinated a complete second class citizen. Check this shit out. So I have a photocopy of a document from July 8th, 1942. And what it says is Jews are forbidden to frequent all public establishments. And then it has a list of places they are not allowed to go. The other document I have is one from Queensland. And it's basically saying what only fully vaccinated people can do. So what I'm going to do is read one of these lists. And I want you to guess If I'm reading the one from 1942 regarding the Jews, or if I'm reading one from 2000 motherfucking 21 in Australia. Restaurants, cafes, 
theaters, concerts, museums, sporting events. Okay, well, that was the Jewish one. Now, let me read you the Australian one. So only people who are fully vaccinated will be allowed in hospitality venues such as pubs, clubs, hotels, bars, restaurants, and cafes, Queensland government stadiums, entertainment venues, including live music and karaoke bars, indoor and outdoor music festivals, government-owned galleries, museums, and libraries, aged care, hospitals, prisons, and disability services, except in end-of-life or childbirth emergencies. It's, yeah, this is actually happening. This is fucking real. It's happening to our brothers and sisters in Australia right now as we fucking speak. And if you don't understand that shit is coming here unless we stop it, you're fucking in la-la land. You need to wake the fuck up. Start spreading the word. Tell people what's going on. Explain it how I just did. Show them that these lists are almost identical. The Jews were discriminated against exactly how now the unjabbed are being discriminated against. It's fucking next level crazy. It's actually happening now. Open your eyes and get the word out, guys. So before I run away today, I have to say, what's up, Minnesota? You guys literally came out of nowhere. And for like four days, you had California knocked out of the first place spot, which only has only happened one other time. And it was Washington. So that's what's up. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. If you guys have any questions or stories, you want to shoot me a line, send me an email at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. Or you can try the Instagram, which is vanishedinthevalleyathenabackup. Hopefully those accounts will still be there tomorrow. I never know what that shit. So, but as I always tell you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao. Are you lost?